Hey guys, or Ohio, Konnichiwa, Kambawa, wherever you guys listening at. It is morning, evening, afternoon, wherever it is. It's your host, Anime Nerd. And today, I'm sorry for being so late where it got busy, everything was busy. But I'm going to be talking about Switch, you know, the Nintendo Switch E3 or Nintendo E3. Also, uh, my feeling on who won the E3 this year, well, this week or this year, correction. And also, of course, you know, I'm going to be talking about My Hero Academia, New Chapter 187, Burn and Boro versus No Moon. And also, Promise Neverland 91 on the way. So let's go ahead into it. I'm going to start off first with... You know, Promise Neverland, then I worked my way to my hair academia. So, Promise Neverland, chapter 91 on the way. Um, the chapter started off pretty much as a flashback of Mr. Lucas and the demon Lewis. In the first page, you can see Lewis um, looking at Lucas, um, who's holding a gun, and Mr. who's holding one of, like, appeared to be one of his female friends that died from, you know, Lewis killing them and hunting them. Um, the chapter started showing all, like, when you flip through the beginning part of the chapter, the chapter started showing all the friends that Lucas and Mr. had that Lewis has killed. Um, and at the end of the flashback, um, you see Lewis saying, I will spare you to Lucas and Mr. We started this whole reason why Lucas, I mean, yeah, Lucas and Mr. are still alive and grown adults. Flashback, well, going back to the present, Lewis said that he'd been sowing seed. But none of them have bloomed until now, meaning that he pretty much wanted a hunt, pretty much get the thrill of hunting again, which just began to pretty much start. And as Lewis, you could tell Lewis is enjoying this, even though he's not really worried too much, but he's like enjoying this hunt and all that. I don't know why, I guess he liked the thrill of watching you know humans try to fight for their lives you know he is a demon and they do like to hunt humans so that's to me pretty natural for that part um so emma states that there's one thing that she noticed was wearing her is lewis right arm that was shot earlier and is um recovering slowly why was she really worried about that which maybe i guess they were just trying to say that's her concern and why is it taking it so long but then Ray states that there might be a flaw in his regeneration. Ray pretty much compared, you know, the regeneration to how human works. You know, the younger we are as human, like if a kid or like a kid and teenager get a scratch and cut, they can recover from that real quickly compared to an adult. Like a cut, even a fall, could be deadly for someone who's of age, like the elderly. So he was saying. Um, Pretty much Lewis regeneration is compared to that because Lewis, for the most part, is an older demon. And being that of an older demon, therefore his regeneration won't recover as quick as those of a younger demon, which makes sense. So I like how they kind of keep in the demons kind of almost like human nature as much as possible in a way, even though they're not really human. But I like the fact that they're trying to keep it that way for the most part. Uh, moving on. So Emma and the group decided to keep shooting on him, keep pressuring him, shooting all over him to weaken him since he can't regenerate as fast as all the other demons. So they started doing that and the plan was working very well. Um, pretty much their, their plan was to shoot at him, keep him in like a narrow area where he can't dodge and pretty much get hit. 
Uh, you could tell like the flash grenade is still kind of having an effect on Lewis. He can't really see all that because he was getting hit left and right from the you know the bullets, making him you know vulnerable because he can't really see. All he could see is like maybe an outline. Even then, you can't really tell. So yeah, Asia is definitely doing a factor on that with the flash grenade. So, yeah, Emma notes that, you know, Lewis is at the level where he can't even dodge the bullet. Because if you remember in the previous, like, two or three chapters, Lewis, like, dodged those bullets and even was catching them with his teeth like it was nothing. And now that he's, like, kind of blind, weakened, and as well, you know, yeah, pretty much he's weakened. So when he's weakened, he can't really do anything like he how he wants to. So his speed is dramatically decreased. Lewis then caught on and realized that they wasn't aiming for his eyes anymore, that they were aiming for his body because they figured out about his regeneration. So he quickly punched the wall and tried to escape. But Mister was waiting for him with a shot, well, a sniper and shot at him. He was able to dodge because the monkey cat-like creature began to screech to warn him. Um, as he dodged, there was like a roof. Somebody threw a roof at Lewis, and he dodged it too, but he couldn't tell what it was. He was like, what was that that dodged? And the chapter ended with that... I mean, when I had did this, uh, started covering it, I never talked about this one kid, but there's this one kid who's like pretty big and ripped, and all the only thing he keeps saying is 22194, which is one of Emma's friends' code name. I forgot his name. Oh, but he's way back in the very beginning of the story. If you read, you know, Promise Neverland, you wouldn't know who I'm talking about, but pretty much he just keeps saying that over and over again for the most part. Um, the chapter ends with him just there standing in front of Lewis. Lewis can't really tell who it is, but this kid is like juiced up, jacked up, pretty much like he's the human version of the Hulk in a way. He's definitely had been experimenting on, the demons have definitely experimented on him, which you can tell because the way he looks and I guess the nature of it he's not the brightest all he can just say is the same thing over and over again which you can tell yeah he been they definitely has been experimented on and everything like that for the most part so my prediction for um chapter 92 of promise neverland pretty much this kid is going to help be the deciding factor of defeating lewis and manage for everybody to escape i don't know how he's going to do it but he will do. He's gonna figure out a way. I don't know. But no, no. The more help that Emma gets, the better, for the most part. I also realized that I was thinking to myself that, you know, last time I predict, I thought they were gonna do attack the monkey, cat monkey thing. But I realized they wasn't. They really wasn't. You know, they were just going for, you know, Lewis because they realized his weakness, which is. This is kind of cool. I mean, you know, predictions are never 100% anyway. So, I don't have a problem with them doing all that. But moving on, we're going to go to My Hero Academia 187. A Burning Roar, Chirojoki versus Nomu, high end. So, the chapter starts off with, you know, the ho- at the hospital where Rikai, uh, Chirojoki's mom, for those of you, or Soto's mom, um, resides in. Um... This chapter, we were introduced to two uh, Shoto's Toriyaki siblings. The first one is his sister, Fuyumi Toriyaki. She's 22 years old. Nothing's mentioned about her quirk. She looks just like the younger version of her mom, but just wears glasses. That's to me. I think she did. 
if, if you guys read the chapter, you guys will probably think so too. And the next person that we would introduce was Natsuo Turoki. He's 19. He's in college. We know that. Um, also, there's nothing mentioned about his so far quirk or anything like that for the most part. But they all decided, both of them are at the hospital visiting their mom. Um, the mom mentioned that Shoto has been writing her letters and been busy getting his life, his provisional license and doing his best to catch up with his friends. Um, Natsuo thinks that his brother is weird for not, you know, for writing snail mail because he's writing in letters and sending it that way instead of sending texts, which is true. Why can't you just text him? But Shelto has always been kind of weird in a way to me. Uh, and then Natsuo mentioned, start the conversation was like, uh, letting know that Endeavor was getting announced number one, has been announced number one. Fuyumi tried to stop her brother from mentioning Endeavor to their mom, doing doesn't the past that you know Endeavor did because you know everybody know Endeavor is not perfect. Um, it's kind of like to me he was hard on his kids. Hey, it was pretty bad. Like he caused a scar on his own son, sent his wife to a hospital. Um, he probably pushed the other two kids to the limits, and that's why they feel the way they feel, which is natural to feel that way towards somebody who do that. Um, but Rikai, or not Rikai, Ray said that it's okay. Uh, Natsu began to mention how he don't have many memories of his own father. So that means Endeavor wasn't really pretty much in his life. And he basically considered him a stranger. He acts all, you know, he acts like stuff that he did in the past never happened. Natsu said that he would never forgive his own father either um he, he mentioned that it had been 10 years how it had been 10 years since his mother was in the hospital and Endeavor, Endeavor has never come and apologized for what he done to Ray so sorry about that guys so Ray is the mom and not Rike I think it was just a writing error that I did so my phone on that one but Ray is Ray Toyoki is Soto's Fuyomi and Natsuo's mom but we're going to continue on anyway so yeah, pretty much um, he was saying that it's been 10 years since he came and apologized and hasn't come and apologized for what he done to, you know, his mom and how he planned to leave his entire past, even his own blood relative behind now that he's number one and it seemed like that. But Ray said that's not true, that Endeavor has come to visit, but the doctor won't allow him to see her for it could make his, you know, her condition worse for Whatever he did, he's the reason why she's in the hospital. So it makes sense for the doctor to intervene and not letting him in, you know. But clearly, I can see Endeavor is trying to change. He's one of those people who don't know how to handle feelings really well. And due to that, it's making, like, his family seem like he's, you know, pretty much, like, heartless and coldless. But in reality, I think he's just trying to change and trying to, to become a better person, just don't know how. Now, what he did in his past, he probably wish he never did. Especially to, like, Shoto, his wife, and all his kids. Because, you know, he kind of pushed them just to make the best hero with a mix of fire and ice, which Shoto became that one. So, what's kind of making me guess that the two oldest ones might just be both either ice or one is ice and one is fire. I'm guessing Natsuo is fire because 
Natsu kind of like the vert of Natsu. Natsu means summer, which to me makes more sense. But I don't know. We will probably never know their quirks or anything. But moving on right along. So, yeah. Ray then said that there's proof. Um, she pointed to a flower that Endeavor had sent to her as proof that he has come. And usually whenever he comes, that flower is in that base. And that's her favorite flower. Uh, Fuyumi was surprised that her father would even visit. And this pretty much ends that one. The chapter then switched over to the fight with Endeavor versus Nomu. Endeavor was outside the building hovering like he was like having a fire blast. Kind of like hovering and cause. Hawk was surprised that Endeavor can fly. Endeavor responded that it was only not to fall. Nomu, who was hit with one of Endeavor's flame blasts, began healing himself and asked Endeavor, did he think that was going to kill him? So, right off the bat, I feel like this Nomu is pretty much advanced because all the Nomus I know hasn't really pretty much talked for the most part. They're just mindless zombies, so I thought. But this one's clearly different and more involved. So... Already, we're already heading to a new arc with this whole thing. But anyway, yeah, he asked Endeavor, is that the best he can do? So Endeavor noticed that, you know, there's a difference between the black and white Nomu. He started to wonder if the black Nomu holds, like, special power compared to the white one. So maybe the white ones are the zombies and the black ones, the black Nomus are the ones that hold special powers, like special quirks and whatnot. But anyway, so the fight continued. Endeavor was slammed into the buildings, cutting the top part of top part of the building off, and it was about to fall down on all the innocent bystanders. But Hot sprang into action, used his feather, which moved all the injured with his wings. Hot Quirk is called Animanian wings, which allow him to use his feathers to, you know, control each and every one to do whatever he wants and please with him. So pretty much, Hawk used his feathers to move all the injured people and everybody who was healthy and was able to run, was able to escape. The chapter ends with, you know, Hawk asks Endeavor if that's the showstopper that he has. And Endeavor was like, responds with not even close. And then we reply with saying, interesting. So the fight is just getting started for the most part. Now, this no moon has this quirk where he can fly, regenerate, pretty powerful. He, his own power kind of outmatch Endeavor and kind of and his speed and match Endeavor. So my prediction is Endeavor is going to have to team up with Hawk to get this job done because there's no way that Endeavor himself is going to beat this this No Moon because this No Moon is too much. And you know, if All Might was here, it probably wouldn't have been nothing for All Might. But you seen what a no moon did to a weekend all might before, giving all might a, a run for his money. So, pretty much, yeah. I feel like, I feel like that it's all going to happen. That Endeavor and Hawks got to team up to get this done, and then once the fight is, then they're gonna realize that they have to go searching for all these answers for these other no moons to get rid of them because they're gonna be a problem. They're definitely gonna be a problem. But that's pretty much it for us, the manga. So we're going to go into what's next is, you know, the E3 for the Switch games. So everybody know E3 Switch game has Super Smash Ultimate. I don't know if it's Brawl Ultimate or whatnot, but for the most part, I know Super Smash Ultimate is supposed to be coming out. And I definitely going to get that game only because... 
it's gonna have every single character out of the whole Super Smash series. So you got Toon Link, Young Link, and regular Link, which that's kind of a big deal though, for real. Because if you think about it, that ain't never happened away before. They also have Fortnite for the Switch and what is this one? It's called Ninja Lala. Ninja Lala. It's an interesting game. I've never seen that one though. But for the most part, from the um, preview, it looked like it's going to be pretty fun. Open world, fighting, ninja style game. You also got, you got Star Fox making a return. You got the new Mario Party. And you got Mario Ace Tennis, which is coming out. This one, That one's technically coming out this month, but it's still part of, you know, Nintendo Switch series. So Nintendo's bringing out all the stuff. I'm just surprised that they haven't mentioned, for the most part, the Mario Kart for the reason is being that you know Mario Kart is usually a staple of Mario games they have Mario Kart Deluxe 8 but that's not really originally for the Switch it was originally on the Nintendo Wii U but they had crossed it over to the Switch so I'm predicting I'm just predicting that we're going to get a Mario Kart 9 eventually don't know when but it's coming very soon. Those are one of those major games that Nintendo's bringing out as far as that. But, you know, Mario Party is already going to be one of the best sellers. Definitely, if you never play Mario Party, it's one of those games that's fun to have and play with multiple friends. I already know Super Smash Ultimate is going to be pretty good with that because they're having they um, they having all types of characters. And they're even having marked voice in English if you guys played Play then you know that Marth voice is never in English, but this is going to be something new, something special. Definitely looking forward to it. I can't wait. So, who I personally thought won the E3, I'm looking at it sales-wise. I might have to say go with Nintendo Switch, and the reason why for Nintendo Switch is because, not because of the games, but, well, partly because of the game, because Nintendo is going to have their sales are going to spike up majorly all because they have the Let's Go Pokemon, which I can't believe I forgot to mention that coming out. You have Let's Go Pokemon. You have Super Smash Ultimate. You have Fortnite finally coming there. Star Fox. All those old nostalgia games that people played as kids pretty much is coming out with newer edition. So it's to be expected that, you know, around that time, Nintendo Switch is going to spike up in their sales. So they're going to win in sales in overall probably games because they're more friendly. friendly. But as far as to me, like that's the reason why they're going to be winning the whole E3 event because they pretty much got their whole game plan on selling system and console. Because I know for me, a lot of my friends are not going to get the Switch until those games come out. And then you're going to see a spike in them. But that's just what I think. For a personal reason, I'm a PlayStation guy. So, of course, I'm going to think PlayStation's going to win for the most part of it. So... But yeah, you guys, let me know who you guys think won E3. Let me know if you guys enjoy reading My Hero Academia and as well as Promise Neverland for the most part. Oh, and starting, I'm going to start tomorrow. I'm going to start going back and bringing back topics. I realize I have not been talking about topics in a while, like certain anime topics. I feel like I've just been doing reviews, reviews, and game review. So I'm going to bring back a topic. Tomorrow's topic, I want to talk about how there's certain like female characters 
or male characters who acts real cold and then eventually begins warming up to people or warming up to the main character. Those type of things kind of drive me mad and kind of don't. But I will explain more about it tomorrow, so stay tuned. If you want to give me your opinion today about how you feel about it, I'm gladly taking it. But till then, I'm going to drop that tomorrow. So I'll talk to you guys later. All right, bye.